Remember, do not underestimate the power of the PlayStation. Wait no longer, greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where me, your host, Joseph, alongside my best friend Kyle, talk about the latest and greatest in PlayStation each and every Thursday. Rate us five stars on iTunes, and with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you doing, buddy? Doing okay, Joe. Nailed it's it. Been a lo- it's been a long couple days. It got really has. Got, got something going on in my belly. Don't know what's going on. But you know what? It is what it is. I'm here with you. Yeah. I'm excited to talk some some somewhat news. I mean, there's some news this week. There's a lot of stuff in here, and yeah. some would call it news for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's actually there's a ton of stuff going on, right? We yeah. got some Spider-Man DLC. We got um, we got Quantic Dreams games. leaving PlayStation question mark exclamation yeah. point. Mm-hmm. We got EA being EA. I mean, we got a lot of stuff. But Kyle, before we get to all the news, aka the goobers, what are you up to, man? What have you been playing? Uh, I finished that uh, that Spider-Man DLC, the third yeah. one. Yeah. At least, the, at least the story part. Right. Um, How'd you enjoy it? It was cool. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. Uh, it was fine. It was good. It was yeah, like it was fine. Uh, going back and doing the um, oh, what are they called? The hideouts. Yes. Uh, kicked my ass joe uh i had to stop okay, was it I'm just getting me so frustrated yeah okay i'm getting yeah. so frustrated i had to stop uh so i haven't gone back yet mm-hmm. I, I think i'm done with it though i think oh, really? next time it just uh, you know i was kind of i played the story mm-hmm. i'm tired of getting my butt kicked in the in the hideouts <laughs> i'd finished the screwball challenges and okay. all that stuff yeah it's just like you know i'll get back to it when i feel like Swinging around the city again, but for now, I think I'm good. I, I think Spider Man was fantastic. I all love right. it so much. Right. One of my favorite PlayStation games of all time. Oh, absolutely! But I think it's I think it's time for me to just you know play something else. And and did you play anything else other than Spider Man? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's nothing exciting. I, I played some more of that Rogue Legacy on the Vita while okay. I was at work. Okay. Um, I leveled up everything that I could possibly be level up, which I never thought I would because it. It takes forever. Um, I'm going. I'm at my last boss. I'm Ooh. the third way through. Nice. So I've already beaten it twice, and now I'm going through it even harder. Damn. And I'm trying to see if I can get the platinum trophy. Okay. And I, I know it's super hard to get, and who knows if I'll ever get it. But uh, anything else? Play that, and then something that we'll talk about later in the show. Oh, we'll but. definitely talk about it, Kyle. Good, because you know what? I was about to interrupt you anyway. I've been playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. Last week, it was about to come out. This yeah. week, it finally came out. Yeah. Joe Afterwork, our good friend. Go subscribe to him over at twitch.com slash Joe Afterwork. He's Twitch. already beaten it twice. Yeah. Wait. Oh, twitch.tv. Twitch.tv? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> twitch.tv slash Joe Afterwork. What kind Afterwork. of host are you, Joe? I don't know. Not a good one. But see, here's the thing. <laughs> I've been playing Resident Evil 2. Joe yeah. out to work. He swears by this game. It's one of his favorite games of all time, right? I, I, this is like my first entry into a classic Resident mm-hmm. Evil. That third person view. I played Resident Evil Seven. I loved Seven for the most part until the end. Kind of got a little weird, but yeah. I really enjoyed that game. So that's my first Resident Evil going into it. And I understand, like when it comes to my favorite horror game, it's Dead Space One and Dead Space Two. They're amazing games. 
and yeah. um, very different type of horror games from each other too. Amazing, and I know that they take uh, they take a lot of. Um, it's kind of like a love letter to Resident Evil. So going into Resident Evil Two, I have high hopes. I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm liking what I'm hearing. People are giving it nines, eights, tens, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And so I walk in, Kyle. I'm about to say something very, very controversial. You Uh-oh. ready for it? I, I I think so. I hope so. This might be the, uh, at the end of this generation. This is gonna be somewhere in the top ten list. Oh wow! It's gonna it's gonna be there. And it's gonna be. Nice. It's, I am on Leon's playthrough. I am. Okay. I am at the part. So here's where I left. I was doing good this whole weekend, right? Playing mm-hmm. through the game, beat one of the like the first, second boss, whatever. Going through it, blowing through it, and then I meet uh, Mr. X, which he has yeah. now become just <laughs> a, tw- a like a, a meme phenomenon, and he like I he just lifts this helicopter with ease. And then tosses it, looks at me, starts chasing me. Yeah. But Mr. X, he's, he's not a fast runner. He's slow. He's like Mike Myers. He just appears in places. And you know, like, let's just say you're upstairs. Oh, no. Perfect. You're, like, on the first floor. You'll hear a door open, yeah. and then you'll hear footsteps. <laughs> Yeah. And you just you just don't know. And then when you think you're out, like you you just outran him. You're in the library. All of a sudden, he falls through the floor. He's like, "What up, surprise, motherfucker!" And he yeah. just like, he scares the shit out of me, dude. Yeah, he scares yeah. me so much that I made 15 minutes of progress in that game, and it took me two days to do it because just imagine. the anxiety of knowing he's in the other room, just knowing that like this guy's gonna come and beat my face in because he's unkillable. Mm-hmm scares the living crap out of me yeah and so the game so far it's not about jump scares it's about it is about i i just heard something what the hell it's about that tension everywhere you move you feel you're you're not safe like you have these guns that's great and all you don't have enough ammo for everybody and Resident yeah. Evil does a great job of providing you with what you feel like is the little to no ammo Ever. They do a great job with that. And so, like, there's liquors as well, which they are horrifying. They just sound like... Yeah. And I'm just like, uh-huh. no, I'm done. I'm out. All these mouth noises, I'm out. I don't like it. I don't like it. And they're just terrifying. Mm-hmm. Everything about this game is utterly, totally terrifying. The one thing, too, when it comes to, like, the zombies in this game, they they don't go down at all. It's like you're shooting nerf nerf balls at them. It's just like, just whatever. It's like somebody needs I'll to mod that. that in, where, like where you shoot a zombie and it's just the nerf bullet <laughs> stick into their face, yeah. <laughs> just suction all over the place. It That'd is be great. It is awesome. And the one thing I like about the story, because I'm a newcomer to the series, is that I'm coming in. I don't even know about Resident Evil. I've seen some crazy shit. You know, when it comes to like memes and stuff, I've seen online, uh, but. Like, walking in, I know nothing about the story other than Umbrella is an evil corporation. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Good. And so, like, I just know that they're the bad guys, question mark. And that's where Leon goes in with, too. So, you're going in, everybody's going in with an empty slate. You're following this character that has no idea what's going on. He's learning, and you're learning as well as the player, as Leon or Claire, because you get to pick uh, Claire as well. Uh, go throughout the game. So I really like it so far. Uh, again, I'm halfway through Leon's story. I feel like if I could power through the Mr. X stuff, I can I can beat 
I could beat Leon's story by the weekend, and then I'll okay. get to Claire's story so that I have enough time for Anthem mm-hmm. uh, when, yeah. that, when that game comes out. I so I have time, man. I have time. Yeah, I can't. I actually can't wait to get it and play it. And and uh, like you, never really played a Resident Evil game. I didn't even play seven. I'm gonna say and something play- real crazy, yeah. right? If this game, if this game came out in 2018, it would be up for Game of the Year contender for me. And I, I can see that. Yeah. I would say it would be, it would be dancing around God of War, Spider Man, and Resident Evil, and maybe Ed- Resident Evil edges out Spider Man. I don't know. I don't yeah. know, Kyle. Like, it is so great. It is what a remake should be. It is so the attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Everything's wet. It's like someone came in with a hose and just started spraying shit. See, and I'm enjoying it <laughs> yeah. since I haven't played it yet. I enjoy watching other people play Resident Evil games on YouTube, so I've been watching somebody playing it, Markiplier, to be exact, playing through it. And usually, like, you would say, hey, well, Kyle, you're going to get spoiled with everything. No, it's doing the opposite. I want to feel that tension for myself. I do that, too. That's why I want to buy it. That's why I'm not streaming the game as much, because I actually like to watch watch watch-throughs before I play them, or else my anxiety, I wouldn't be able to. So, oh, like, yeah. I know where to go because Mr. X is scary, but now I have the dread because I know where he's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't I don't think it helps whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, Resident Evil, fantastic. Go pick up that game. Go. Just throw Capcom your money. They deserve it. They're giving you DLC for free. We're going to talk about it later. Awesome game. Awesome games are awesome. Support awesome content. And then... I played Kingdom Hearts 3 for about an hour. Ooh, so I can't give you much you. other than this, Kyle. It's okay. more Kingdom Hearts. I sure. feel like I'm playing it's not the, it, I feel like I'm playing it on my PlayStation 2, but it feels modern. If that makes any sense to you, let me know. Yeah. Um if it feels like I'm a kid again, man. Like I remember I remember all this. And when I mean all of this, I don't mean the story, but like I remember just battling Heartless and it's just awesome mm-hmm. doing that 13 years later. Yeah. Which sounds nuts. And I'm not going to sit here and tr- pretend to be a big Kingdom Hearts fan because I'm not. But to see people like like um, like JB, Purple Monkey Entertainment, he's streaming it right now. And he, like, this was one of his first games he's ever played. Tells you how old I am. That tells you how old I am. Right? <laughs> Jesus, man. We're t- ancient. But, like, that that's awesome to me. He's, he's yeah. finishing the fight. You know, that's... That's amazing. Yeah. So, so the, what I'm so excited about now that Kingdom Hearts three is out, yeah, is seeing all those diehard fans being so damn excited, and in a way, I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. Because that game for me was what a God of War maybe last year, sure, or, or no, maybe even long before that, maybe like Infamous Second Son, like when a, when a franchise came back after a long period of time. Yeah. And I don't know when that's. When I'm gonna have like my own unique feeling type of hype level, like Kingdom Hearts three level, like uh, if they ever remake Star Ocean the second story, yes, that's me, all I in. I don't know. I think the closest I came was Red Dead Redemption. I was oh, like a yeah, that's game fair. that I waited for a really, really long time. I mean, time Last of Us two, everyone's hyped on, but for yes. me, like that's like give but, it to me now. I've never had a game like not come out. I guess you know what? If like Dead Space four came out, that's when I'd be like, "What up, fam?" <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be I'd be all up for that. So with that, that's what I've been playing. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three, so far so good. The intro is amazing. It rewards if you're a hardcore fan, even if you're not. It's just an awesome intro. I loved it personally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. 
I like it a lot. It's it's an awesome intro. Rewards their fans, and uh, so far so good. I love seeing companies like Square, like Capcom, make these games that people have been waiting for, and they're coming out and they're living up to expectations. It's fantastic. With that, Kyle, let's get yeah. into the first bit of news. But we like to call them goobers. The goobers. first goober is Spider-Man gets new. I'm sorry, gets two new Fantastic Four themed costumes. This comes from Polygon. Kyle, read it for us. Now, Marvel is making a concerted effort to put the Fantastic Four back into the spotlight. That includes a cameo of sorts in Marvel's Spider-Man, the PlayStation 4 game developed by Insomniac Games. Spider-Man is getting two new suits, both inspired by Peter Parker's appearances in issues of Fantastic Four. The bombastic Bagman suit, in which Peter Parker wears a paper bag over his head, and an old-school Fantastic Four uniform over the rest of his body. And the Future Foundation suit, a reference to the rebranded Fantastic Four, of which Spider-Man was member are available for marvel's marvel spider-man as part of a free update today have you tried on these suits kyle i did not know this was a thing until i booted up spider-man to play the dlc and i saw the new suits icon pop up and so i was very pleasantly surprised yeah man and how, how do you like them like like I think I think the the Bagman suit. I love the blue suit on him. It looks so good. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the Future Foundation one. Yeah. Um, again, very sharp looking. I like the white and black contrast. I, I actually with like the last DLC. I think that suit fits well with the overall the bad guys you're fighting with and yeah. Sable type yeah. thing. Like just as as like as a aesthetic thing like everything fit together with that suit it looked great dude i i personally i love the future foundation suit actually has to be one of my favorite suits Mm -hmm. uh from spider-man it just looks awesome i thought they were only going to give us one suit and i thought it was going to be the bag man because in my head it's easier to make the bag head guy than it is the future foundation suit and yeah like i've been making pictures you you see me follow me at mr badbit i've been posting pictures of it everywhere i love it it's awesome bag man suit is amazing because the bag is crumbly (laughs) Yeah, and the holes like the, the it's just it's just markered in black. <laughs> it's amazing. I want to know how Peter keeps that on his head. Honestly, God, me too. <laughs> you know what would be really cool, and it, it probably takes way too much work for this to happen. Hmm. Like if you were using that suit in the game, and every once in a while when you're swinging, Peter just reaches up and pulls it down, <laughs> like it's coming off his head. Oh, and sure. just <laughs> <laughs> so I bring up this piece of news just because. I think I saw it on Twitter. I, I, I would love to give you credit. I don't know who you are. But they just, they there was a Twitter post of like, they have given us 31 free suits in Spider-Man. It's like 31 and then like, the, like I think nine you had to pay for. 40 suits, 31 of them, they're all free. You get them in the game just by, just by playing the game. Yeah. No, no, you know, you want this suit. Like, it kind of reminded me, and I think maybe that's why Arkham kind of left a bad taste in my mouth, especially City, where, like, they had, like, so many tiers of DLC you had to buy and all these suits that were, like, little microtransactions, at least coming from my memory, that kind of turned me off on the game. It's seeing Insomniac just go out there and just go, like, here's a suit because we think it's fucking cool. (laughs) It does nothing. It adds nothing, but it makes you look you makes you look like you're possibly your favorite Spider-Man. And I think that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. You, you could just get the basic suit and just be done with it. And they go the extra mile and give you four, 40 options total. Yeah. That's insane. 
Dude, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I feel like Insomniac, they don't get enough credit for being so amazing to their fan base and rewarding them. And even sometimes when they don't deserve it, I'll be honest, you didn't deserve the Raimi suit. Not the way you were treating people. Come on, man. Come on, man. With that, you have anything to add? I was expecting your essays on that one. What's that? I I, I was going to say I was expecting people's essays when they were writing how bad they were to Insomniac. Oh, Oh, man. My my computer just yelled at me. But you know what? While I try to figure out why my computer yelled at me, Kyle, read that next news story for us, buddy. Oh, Dreams Beta, we talked about it last week. Uh, NDA went up. Um, where you know people can talk about and share it freely, and boy oh boy, there's a lot of really cool stuff that I saw. Um, you can make a Darth Vader, dude. That's what you put in here. You can make a Darth Vader in this game. Uh, Dreams Beta players are now free to share their creations, stream the game, and talk about their overall Dreams experiences wherever they are, uh, or where, wherever they like. Excuse me. Uh, developer Media Molecule officially lifted the beta's non-disclosure agreement, which previously barred players from discussing their experiences anywhere except for an official forum. With this announcement on Twitter, uh, Joe, have you seen anything other than the Darth Vader that has like blown your mind and the stuff we talked about last week? I am so glad that you did. You, t- you told me about this. Yes, um, yes, I have, and I am just so amazed. This game, I'm going to be. I'm gonna be Aretha Franklin with you. This, if if this if this beta was just open for everybody to try out, I understand why it's closed. But yep. like no NDAs from the very beginning, and we like we saw these things earlier. This would be my most anticipated game of this oh, year, yeah. hands oh, yeah. down. And I, even if we knew The Last of Us was coming out, Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, this is my this is my most anticipated PlayStation game. As of right now, because I saw I saw a first person shooter, yeah, um, which was in the Doom style. I saw a beautiful isometric or kind of isometricy like Jeep game, like someone was driving a Jeep, which is freaking oh, nice. nuts. I saw more of the uh, Dead Space thing that the guy was oh, nice. doing, and he, you see it; it's the tram from uh, Dead Space One. So it's, it's the it's a little subway system in the Ishimura, and I freaked out, dude, <laughs> seeing this. And then, like, yeah. yeah, one guy's just like, I sculpted Darth Vader. I'm like, what is what is this game? Yeah, the I don't know if the first-person shooter that you saw is the same one that I'm going to talk about, but I saw somebody, like, announce that they're developing a first-person shooter in Dreams. Like, they're they're going to take the time and develop it, and what they saw was, like, it was so impressive mm-hmm. that they they that this game, if you call it a game, like what is it even? What even is dreams? And I don't mean that as a joke anymore. That right. used to be a joke. But like, how is this a game? How is this a thing that that's they're going to ship out and people can create whatever they want, no matter what style of game, uh, level of detail, like how deep the game is? Yeah. Oh, another thing that I loved to, that I saw from the dreams uh, beta thing is. Uh, a dad and his son, I think, mm-hmm. made like a little Pixar short of a pea that wanted to be cooked but not burnt, and <laughs> like they had the audio in the in the little the video short, and like they animated like the pot lid talking as the kid made the pot's voice, and like that's so cool. It's yes. so it's so creative, and I can't wait to jump in. I will be lost in dreams just playing other people's stuff. And that's the thing, dude. Like it's. Looking at these people's creations, like that one's touching. It's because it's a it's yeah. a father and son thing, you know. It's like yeah, that's beautiful. 
You know, like, yeah, seeing people like, I'm developing PT in this game because I love yeah. it so much and it looks just like it is, mm-hmm. is amazing. And I think what, like, the question is a, is a great one is what is Dreams? I think I know what Dreams is. I think Dreams is, it's not a game. I think it is a game engine that is disguised as a game. Yeah. That's really what it is. It is Media Molecule's whole thing is they want to give everyone the ability to create and without without having to go out there buy an expensive PC how like I don't even know how much it is for a piece of software like Unreal to rent it out from them just to have it so like hey listen you have a PlayStation 4 here and then here's like 60 bucks you know you got 60 yeah. bucks go out there buy this game's yours and now you could just make anything i've it's seen basically some basically allowing people to achieve their dreams of making a game exactly and it's so insane. when i look at this game i just i'm just amazed at other people's creativity like i i cannot wait to see what the first week of dreams is to the first year of dreams and beyond it, and- it, 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 no, it, go ahead. You continue. It just—I don't know. There's something about this game that sparks to me that Project Spark did not do, right? Like Mario Maker did not do it for me. But for some reason, just seeing—I'm guessing it's because it's so broad and so vast, and it's not restricted to one thing—it makes it so appealing to me. But Kyle, what yeah. were you guys say? Yeah, sorry to cut you off, Joe. How dare you? Um, <laughs> but I think last year while we were doing this and talking about dreams, I made like an offhanded joke like we should just do an episode of the trophy room inside dreams. And I think that's totally possible. I think from it what is. I saw. Let's and do it. I I'm to- I totally want to create like a full set and like have our models just sit on the couch talking to each other. Maybe B roll or something crazy happening in the background. Yeah, yeah. Dude, if let's I don't do it. Do it Somebody, please, please, please do that. Ribo's on it. Ribo's on the case right now. Ribo, when the day comes, because he built like a, he built his own universe in Minecraft, so he's got this. Uh, (laughs) Make me out to be a fat Conan O'Brien. Let's do this. (laughs) Yeah, dreams, man. I'm excited. I'm so happy they lifted the NDA. Uh, I was gonna say NWA. (laughs) Ice cubes. It's like, oh, gotta use my AK today. Anyway, Kyle, what's the next cuber on the list for us? Sure. Uh, Resident Evil sales. What? What kind of title is this? Resident Evil sells three million copies in one week. They put sales instead of sells. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this comes from Push Square. Uh, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 2's excellent PlayStation 4 remake has shipped three million units worldwide, meaning that it's already closing in on the 1998 original's cumulative sales of 400 or wait 4.96 million units. Uh, shipment figures aren't necessarily representative of stocks sold through to c- consumers, but given the survival horror's performance in the UK so far, it's safe to assume that the discs aren't simply sitting in stock rooms. Nevertheless, the game performed best on the PlayStation 4 by a country mile at retail, with Sony systems commanding a dizzying 74% of the sales. That's amazing. And I'll yeah. take over this question because Robbie Bobby Miller writes in just like you can too if you're on the Bad Bit Discord. If you follow us at PS Trophy Room, you can tweet us all the time with all your questions. And Robbie, Bo- ah, Robbie Bobby Miller. Robbie Mommy Miller. Oh my God. No. That's, that's, <laughs> that's Daddy like Daycare Lucky 3. <laughs> that's like the okay. old Do you think more developers should 
Envy, Capcom Resident Evil 2 Root, a badass upgraded remake with free DLC. I mean, 3 million copies sold. Single player games are not dead, my friend, and microtransactions and no microtransactions in sight. Capcom is making some moolah. You know what, Robbie Bobby Miller? Yeah, I agree with you. I think more more companies should take this route. This is insane. Three million yeah. copies. And I also saw online somewhere, because we're not PC dorks, that on Steam, Resident Evil 2 remake has been is is being played more on Steam like by three times the amount against wow. Resident Evil 7 that came out two years ago. Mm-hmm. So like this game is insanely possible and or sorry pop popular i can't we can't speak tonight no we can't that's my question you know, like, that's my thing <laughs> so my question for you what is a game that you would want a full remake oh. like an absolute full remake yeah in a little uh, segment i like to call now if i was you because listen we know that shuhei yoshida he secretly runs the scene and not just playstation but around the globe. He is the Illuminati. He is what's disrupting everything in Venezuela right now. All right? It's crazy <laughs> what type of power he has. So with that, Kyle, yeah. if you can take a game, any game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. remake it perfectly, what would it be? Man, okay. I have, I have three that just instantly popped in my head. Okay. One's a cop-out because it was already announced, and who knows where, when we're going to get it. And this would actually be my Kingdom Hearts 3 moment. Ooh. It's the Final Fantasy VII remake. Just give it to me. I want it now. Uh, but but other, no, that's, like, a good, that's a good thing. Do you think Square is looking at Capcom just going like, damn, we made a mistake with this Final Fantasy VII thing? Yes. Why did we yes, announce it, it in episodes? Absolutely, I think they're they're probably pinching themselves or kicking themselves or whatever they're going to do. They need mm-hmm. to do it because, like Capcom is is killing it with this, and Final Fantasy is such a beloved series by millions of gamers, and we just want to see an updated version of these games and yeah. seeing how well Resident Evil Two is and how they tweaked it a little bit from the original, from what I've heard. Like, just do that a little bit. You don't have to reinvent the whole game because we love the game itself. Yeah. Just make it prettier and more accessible to today's standards. And God, I want it so bad. Just give me, <laughs> give me the seven, eight, nine remakes. Now, do you think that because of Resident Evil Two remake and you know Square coming out and them looking at this game, I remember when people when they announced. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 and it was going to be different it was going to be taking a different approach to combat and everything mm-hmm. everybody kind of met met it with skepticism do you now think that people are going to give Final Fantasy 7 the benefit of the doubt if and when this game actually comes out because of RE2 I hope so I hope yeah. so I'm actually one of those people that would prefer it just to still be like the turn based style okay um but i can get behind a new battle system and i think if it's taken if it's being given the same amount of tender love and care that resident evil 2 obviously the remake got yeah then i'm totally fine with whatever they 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 make in it all right, all right. um but what was my, the other my, game 
Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom the Hearts other moment. the other two I said earlier was Star Ocean Second Story. I just want to play that game in an updated visual style. Okay. It's one of, if not my favorite RPG of all time. Um, has forty different endings. You can re- recruit characters, and if you cr- recruit one, the other one's gone forever. Like it's it's insane. I love that yeah. game to death. When but did that one, come out? I I, I know oh, I heard of Star Ocean. I've never. Yeah, Star Ocean the second one um, was a PS one game. Okay. Uh, I got it way back then. I want to say ninety eight. Oh wow! Okay, I think it's a while back. Um, yeah, but then like the one that I think we share that I think would be great for a full remake, like Resident Evil Two, is is Siphon Filter. Give me a Siphon Filter remake from the ground up. Yes, yes. Yeah, dude, how awesome would that game be? It'd be it'd be incredible. And you could like that that. <laughs> I feel like that would service both the people that want a Siphon Filter, the eight people, including us, that want it. Yep. And then, like, the SOCOM people as well that want yeah. that, like, military-esque shooter. Like, I would love to see a cover-based-like system implemented, third-person shooter, modern-day graphics and all that jazz, in Siphon Filter mm-hmm. with that kind of goofy-ish story that they had along the way as, as well. Like, yeah. for people that want something like a Splinter Cell-esque type of experience that we don't have anymore man mm-hmm. siphon filter would be amazing yeah i'm not even gonna Absolutely. say one you just you stole it <laughs> damn that's a good one kyle let's get on to our next goober and it's a segment i would like to call <sighs> god damn it yeah <laughs> god damn it let's talk about the anthem demo all right all right anthem, anthem demo came out last weekend did it come out did it i don't know anymore kyle <laughs> Here's the problem. The demo had a lot of problems. I, I Well, we're going to hear your experiences in a second. But the ones I listed here, uh, players, including myself, were met with the infinite loading, loading screen, meaning if you could get into the game, because the second glitch was not being able to log in, if you could log into the game and to the world, you'd hop into your javelin, and when you wanted to start a mission and load into the map... It would it would stick you at ninety five percent of the yeah, loading screen, so close. so close. And then I would stare at the screen, and it, to me, it seemed like the bar was going backwards after a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was just what, what's going on? Why am I going back in time? And it would just stay there until yeah. you gave up. There's really bad rubber banding, which means that uh, the AI just don't know their ass from their elbow when it comes to moving around and shooting and just. Knowing where you are on the map, vice versa, you had enemies just automatically just after a while just disappearing in front of people. You had frame rate issues <laughs> on the Xbox. Uh, if you're an original Xbox owner, it is time you go out there, trade that thing in, or put a shotgun bullet in it because it's done. <laughs> okay, please, it's bad, etc. There's so much yeah. more problems with this game. That's just to name a few, Kyle. What were you, what was your experience with the Anthem demo? So, uh, it launched on Friday, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Indeed. Yeah, so uh, I was working during the day and had to work Friday night, so I didn't get to, to log in to play it um, until much later that night. And when I got in, I got hit with the, uh, you know, not able to connect to the server issue. And I kept exiting the game going back in like my internet worked everything else yeah. is on- online and, and, and connected yeah. and i just kept getting the same thing and i kept trying for like four almost 40 minutes because mm. i i really wanted to play yeah i want to know here. i want to know what this game is and so i gave up 
on Friday night. Saturday, I had to work all day, and I got, I got sick, so I didn't play anything, really. Um, and then Sunday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. In between, uh, you know, what I had going on and right before the Royal Rumble. Like, I, mm-hmm. I had to get some, some... I had to try it. So you never even got past the menu? No. No, I did. I did, okay. eventually. Like, on that Sunday, I, I got to get past the server. I got hit with a couple infinite loading screens. Okay. Just a couple. And then... Magically started working, and when I got in, I had some fun. It was pretty. It's pretty cool. Now, I did you enjoy your time spent in Anthem when you were playing it? Did you see potential in it? Oh yeah, yeah. I see a lot of uh, I see a lot of potential, but I feel like this is a game that I'm gonna have to, um, you know, change my mindset on multiplayer gaming because. Ooh. I'm not a multiplayer gamer. I right. I mean, I saw on your like PlayStation statistics, you played oh, yeah. literally like two hours. Two hours. I didn't think that was with Fortnite with you. Yeah. I think that was it. That was a great um, two hours, Kyle. It was a great yeah, two hours. It was. It was great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I actually tried the whole, you know, switch to a private server thing in the beta so I could play by myself and not have players. In the- yeah. And it, that's when I would get the loading screen issue. Really? It, 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 like, it like forced me to play publicly with other people type of thing. Which I felt kind of, you know, weird on. Okay. But I understand why, because they want to test out and stress out the servers yeah. as much as possible. Um, but then when I got in, like, besides crappy people I was playing with, because they were, like, I was waiting to be revived, and then they would just stand right next to me, not hitting the button. Like, and that happened a couple times, and I, you know. Well, give them the benefit of the doubt. Give them the benefit. Sure. Maybe it was but a rubber band. Game, yeah. Gameplay was great. I had okay. a great time flying. I need to get a little bit used to. I'm excited to hop back in this weekend because we're getting yeah. another demo. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's see. And, yeah, true. Uh, but the guns felt great. I mm-hmm. love the special powers once I figured out how to use them. Um, yeah, I, 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 uh, the world looks great. The one tiny little small thing that I hate. Go for and it. And I'm going to say hate. Is why do I have to walk so slow in the city? <laughs> why yes. is it so slow to go from one point to mm-hmm. the other? But that, that city, that hub, is beautiful. beautiful. And beautiful. the map is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, when you look to see where everything is, I love everything about it. That bleeds Bioware. My question for you, is this still a day one purchase? Or are you going to wait and see for the demo? I'm going to wait to see at this demo. Yeah. And see maybe if we could find some time to play together this weekend, if that's possible. I'll make time. Um, just so, like, I, I can... I know what the experience is with people that I want to play with, right? Type of thing, right? And uh, make time, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if I if I can get the javelin that I want, like I don't mm. want to be the the interceptor. I think everyone got no. That's, that's the, the ranger. The that's a, that's the ranger. ranger. I like the. I ranger want to be. One. I want to be the big mm-hmm. colossus, dude. I want Same to be here. the big tank, dude. You have a huge so, shield and you can run yeah. into turrets. Like it was dope. That's what I want. So, so hopefully my, this weekend I get my lot. experience. I go into the loading screen. Like I was streaming Resident Evil for two hours, um, and man, thank you everybody for showing up. You guys are awesome. And then I was like, "Let's go, let's go into Anthem," and it didn't work. It was day one. I was like, "That's that's what betas, you know, that's what happens. Yeah. It's a beta. Those things are going to happen in betas." And so I'm like, "The first day is always pretty bad. I'll try back at the night. Even worse. Couldn't. I I got into playing it, but I got the infinite loading screen." I tried it again on Saturday. In the morning, it worked. It worked after one infinite loading screen. 
Mm-hmm. And I hopped me in that. So I figured it was a server, you know, was at capacity or something. I played it. Kyle, I loved it. I loved yeah. what I was playing. I thought, yeah, like, I want to see more of this world. I like the story where, that they were telling. I genuinely like the characters and your voice actor was really mm-hmm. good. So I was just like, this is actually oh, a lot of fun. you go male or female, by the way? I went dude. I went dude. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go female. Okay. I want to try out her voice this weekend. Yeah, because there's just something about the male, right? Male voice just didn't click. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. I dig. I, I dug it. And then the flying was awesome. I was the interceptor. That's the fast ninja one. I chose okay. that one after beating the first mission. That one was pretty cool because when you jump off and like you fly, you do a flip. It's really awesome. You can maneuver really well in it. The ranger class reminded me straight up War Machine, like shooting missiles out of my arm it made me feel awesome i loved what i saw from the demo when i got to play it and that's yeah. why still i'm coming off still really high off demo af- off the demo but i will wait to see after this demo whether i'm going to be purchasing this game or not mm-hmm. just because i need to see that they learn but with that i'm actually gonna i'll take this quote for from you kyle because you've been sure. reading a lot And this comes straight from Bioware saying this. We've got a long list of things that we're we're addressing during the weekend and are being addressed for next weekend's public demo. The post continues in particular. Bioware says that it's improved the infinite loading screen problem that plagued the VIP demo, I would hope. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah, right? To round (laughs) the post off, the developer teases some kind of in-game surprise that that is happening on Sunday. They say, make sure to stick around for Sunday afternoon, you'll see a glimpse of some of the cool things we'll be doing in the future. Hopefully, that means like unlocking some type of endgame content. But Eric Maybe writes, Tom Brady in, falls from the sky. Tom Brady <laughs> is that? Oh yeah, Super Bowl, right? It's Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. Hot dang! Eric writes in via Discord. Given the criticism regarding Anthem and its issue during its VIP beta, should devs really be offering betas? Uh, betas a few weeks before release date or do you believe it should have been months beforehand something akin to what demos actually do (laughs) that's a good uh, question yeah eric uh what do you think kyle uh i i get where he where eric is coming from and and, in one side yeah i can totally understand they should have done this beta maybe a couple weeks ago a month or two ago right but if if these issues happen then, and, and not as close to release, it might you know scare people from actually pre-ordering and buying the game on release. I think it's probably wise on Bioware and EA's side, yeah, to put it as close as possible. So that negative, whatever negative you take out of this, whether it's like the not being able to hop in, the infinite loading, what have you, doesn't affect them actually buying the game because the mm-hmm. game's out in like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's smart for them to be this close, and I think the server thing is the last thing they really need to test. <sighs> to me, it really does depend on when the game's coming out, because thinking about Anthem, do you really, as EA, do you really want to launch a demo during a holiday season? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think you do, because you want people <laughs> talking about the game that is actually out. Like I, I think they'd much rather have, you know, People talk about Battlefield, then talk about Anthem during December. People, You sure. want people to be excited about that product that is there right now you could purchase instead of Anthem, which you'll be promoting 
in a month's time, when January comes out, what I really think maybe is, I think if Anthem came out in April, the demo should have came out this weekend and let's take a, Mm -hmm. take a look at it. I think offering, you know, a two month buffer of, Hey guys, this is our alpha. So it's very rough and like letting people know what to expect. And then, you know, you have a demo going, okay. Or beta coming out like a few weeks beforehand going, here's what we've seen so far. Come stress test it a little bit further. I think that's a more responsible way of handling it. Cause yeah, right now, like you're a, a month out of release and people can't play your game. And that's all people are talking about. Well, yeah. talk about some more and, stuff. And you but. know what's interesting is that not this weekend, but mm. next weekend we get the Division 2 beta. <sighs> we can play that weekend. So it's it's interesting that two different... T- t- I guess not really different. Like yeah. The setting's different, but the style of game... Yeah, the two, game's a service betas, game. Yeah. yeah, two betas back-to-back weekends. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting interesting to see how Division 2 is yeah. going to shape up. Hey, Kyle, and, you want to... Yeah. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I'm, I'm the no, rudest human being ever. It's fine. Just because we're going along on the two for this whole anthem thing. Uh, what's yeah. the next p- piece of, oh, God damn it, EA? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> EA backs down over loot boxes in Belgium. Uh, this comes from Game Industry Biz. Electronic Arts has backed down over loot boxes in Belgium, announcing it will seize the sale of FIFA points in the country. In May last year, the Belgian Gaming Commission found that loot boxes constitute gambling under current legislation and recommended criminal prosecution against any companies which continued to operate the mechanic in their games. While Blizzard and Valve quickly closed up shop, followed several mobile developers, EA looked as though it was going to take the issue to court. However, the publisher has since confirmed it will stop offering FIFA points for sale in Belgium, following further discussions with the authorities. The changes will be will be come into effect for all FIFA games on PC and console by January 31st, 2019, which is tomorrow or today. Yay! <laughs> and a quote from EA, uh, while we are taking this action, we do not agree with Belgian author- authorities' interpretation of the law, and we will continue to seek more clarity on the matter as we go forward. Mm-hmm. The impact of this change to FIFA Ultimate Team in Belgium is not material to our financial performance. There's no indication how this decision will affect other games in EA's catalog, which employs similar monetization methods. Okay. So, guys, a few months back, we talked about EA not backing down from Belgium's rule that loot boxes were considered gambling and that they were banning the sell selling of loot boxes in that country because they didn't want it in the hands of children. And we've seen games kind of adapt to this method of, okay, you know, loot boxes, I think genuinely all gamers, most gamers don't like them in their games, don't want them in their games. I think it takes away from the experience of games. And so I feel like with this news coming from EA, it's a correct step, but I feel like it's just why fight Belgium? Yeah, It's not a good look for you. And I understand why, because FIFA is a billion dollar IP. It prints the money. These clubs or whatever they call it, the cards that you get in this game, they sell like crazy because most of them are kids and they're all being promoted by all these esports players. I get it. I get why it's very lucrative, but it takes away from the gaming experience. And I just don't understand why EA just won't back down from this whole 
you know, we learned our lesson from Battlefront with, when it came to loot boxes. Like, you saw them on the stage of E3 going, guys, we learned our lesson. Please trust us again. And then you see them try to fight for loot boxes via via lawsuits in Belgium. It's like, why you say one thing, but then you do the complete opposite. Why do I trust you? Why should I? Yeah. I, I also just find it funny how a video game company is going gets an entire country. <laughs> I'm gonna fight I want to see you, that Belgium. war. Yeah, I want to see that war rage on. Yeah, Jesus like. Christ. Anyway, <clears throat> for uh, the last person that picked a fight with Belgium, it did not end well for them, right? Treaty of Versailles. Back to Anthem. I'll take over for yeah. you there, okay. Kyle. You're reading so much. Anthem microtransaction controversy starts early. Bioware says pricing isn't finalized. This comes from Push Square, and it says an image from Anthem's microtransaction store has surfaced on Reddit, prompting more than a few raised eyebrows. At first glance, the pricing seems extraordinary. There you go. And with various... This is why you remember now. Cosmetic items going for upwards to $20 a pop. Shards shards are the game's premium currency and based on what we know 100 shards is roughly one doll hair <laughs> like a doll hair uh the picture shows javelin paint jobs man that <laughs> continue <laughs> for 2000 shards each bioware rep says these prices don't or don't represent a final stamp for all eternity pricing we're iterating on our economy design and balance almost daily so you're seeing a snapshot of one iteration this is why we do not tend to discuss things like pricing because of one of those iterative things that is sure to change frequently right up to the day you play the game in other words the pricing on the show on the show in the screenshot isn't final. How do we trust these motherfuckers, Kyle? <laughs> After like what the story I yeah. just said about yeah. about EA with with FIFA and fighting Belgium, why why should we trust you? It, it I we, I don't think we can. It's EA. It, it's hard to trust EA. Yeah. really, just in general. And the, like the point of like we don't like to discuss these things. It's it it changes until day one. I don't believe that whatsoever. Do you? No, it, no. It, we're like you said. We're three weeks away from release. Yeah. I, I feel like in a beta, they specifically put this out there. Like this is like an afterthought to yeah. them. And yeah, twenty bucks just to color your javelin to what you want. Come on. I mean, I think Come it's on. like it's like vanity items as well that you put on. So it's not like. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm not even giving no, them the benefit of the doubt. I, I know, but like, jeez, yeah. who thought twenty dollars was a good idea? That's that's the problem with a lot of their games, right? Like Jason Schreier said it a few weeks back. Is like EA does do a lot of progressive things in the background that a lot of gamers don't realize. Mm-hmm. That you know, it it gets marred by. Well, does this game? Will this game sell like FIFA does? That, and if it doesn't, they don't want to mess with it. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with EA, is that success to them is whether it matches these things, cultural phenomenons like FIFA and football, these cultural events that happen every single year. That's like, how can you, how how can a game do better than FIFA and Madden? How can it keep on doing better than that? It can't. Yeah. And I feel like what we saw here. Kyle is them with their pants down. 
because I honestly think it was going to be 20 bucks per pop, per yeah. skin, whatever that entitles. So with that, Kyle, what do you think... What do you think the right price for a skin, a vanity item, cosmetic, whatever have you, in Anthem is? Because to give Bioware the benefit of the doubt, from what we understand so far, there are no expansions. This game's just going to continue to grow for free over mm-hmm. time. I use free with an asterisk. Yeah. Uh, just offhand, because you would know better than I would. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite skins, how much are they a pop? They are 20 bucks a pop, depending. They range for from each anywhere. skin? For each skin. Oh, wow. I thought there were maybe five bucks tops. I think, like, technically they're 15, but you can't get that currency. Like, you can't, like, I think it's like 1,500 V-Bucks, but oh, it only okay. comes in, like, 10 or $25 increments. So, okay. Yeah. Well, well, that, that surprises me because I was going to say, like, five bucks. Five bucks? Uh, yeah. Wow. I did did not think Fortnite skins were that much money. Well, to give them the benefit of the doubt, because I've spent hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> God, I made so many bad mistakes. <laughs> God, did it get hot in here? Did the walls just like, suddenly start moving in on YouTube? Because I'm fucking freaking out. Um, in, in their defense, in my poor, poor money decisions aside, yeah. Fortnite's free. Oh, it's true. It's a free game. Does that come into play? That like, okay, you get a more expensive thing because you're free and you give me free stuff. Yeah, and I I think it's probably more forgiven because you are actually like, you're showing how much you love that game that's free by putting real money into it. Yeah, so like that is more forgiven. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're paying $60 for Anthem. Some are paying even more for Digital Deluxe or... It's the Dawn, the Legion, the Legion of Dawn. Which I think... The Legion of Dawn! I think it just gets you skins, actually. I don't think Mm -hmm. there's much... There's no DLC or anything. It's true. Um, So what would be the best price for a $60 game? (sighs) Ah. Five to ten dollars, somewhere in that range. Five to ten dollars makes you holler. Yeah. I'm gonna say this, and this is like the unpopular thing to say. I think ten to fifteen bucks is fine. Mm-hmm. I really do. I mean, the cheaper the better. I understand the game sixty bucks. You paid sixty bucks for this, and to be honest, yeah, those things, most of them should just be in the game already. Like I would hope, what I would want is that like the first month there is no marketplace. That they implement that on a later date so that it feels like yeah. I got everything that I could out of the 60 bucks. Because if I see, I swear to God, I see a vanity, like whatever the case may be, you can make your, you can get a Mickey Mouse like emblem on it, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the uh-huh. case may be, like if I see that day one, I was like, well, why isn't that in the game already? Why can't I just play yeah. it? So I get, yeah. I get that issue. I also think it's because EA is EA and that's why people don't like it. Like, people didn't really give too many shits that Ubisoft had, you know, cosmetic DLC in the game because the game was so big, it was so, you know, vast already, so huge, you got so much out of out of that game that you didn't care that you could buy, like, a unicorn horse or whatever. Like they, mm-hmm. People didn't care. But they did yeah. care when it was the EXP thing and people kind of got pissed off about that. So I think it is, like, a give or take. I think as long as the game is great, and it's offering you this content. It's offering ways of getting those skins in a fair manner. Not just yeah. like, you're going to grind 60 hours to get one thing. I yeah. think if they offer enough variety and customization, 
in the game. You give this story all the, you know, the world and everything for a good price. And if it, the price is validated, then yeah, go out there and buy the skin. I don't care how much it costs. I think though, 20 bucks is a little bit too <laughs> steep, yeah. maybe 15 ish. And I would be fine with that. I would be. Because then I, if that means I don't have to go out there and there's not going to be an Anthem 2 or like, a, you know, for, for years to come, and I'm not just talking two, I'm talking like three or four. If I'm not seeing an Anthem expansion pack like you see Destiny do, I'd be totally fine with just paying for cosmetics. If that means the game continues uh, for years to come. Sure. Don't care. It also, I guess, depends on how quickly you are uh, gaining these shards in game. Yeah, like how hard it is to to farm them for lack of better better term. Kyle, so that I think that's almost it for all the goobers. We got one more story, Kyle. So like before we go, like Quantic Dreams, yeah. uh, just got a small stake of it bought by NetEase, and they have announced that they're gonna go on all platforms, and we don't know what that means entirely. What do you take on that? What do you think is the approach for Quantic Dreams? It's surprising. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think Quantic Dream. I think everyone's going to be able to experience a Quantic Dream game. Yeah. Very That's, soon. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. when thinking about Quantic Dreams, they're a great studio. I think they make really beautiful looking games. Uh, you know, Detroit <laughs> wasn't for me obviously. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, taking a look, I think Sony looked at God of War. They looked at Spider-Man. They're looking at all their portfolio. And I think they're kind of looking at Quantic Dreams going, okay, we gave you X amount of years to deliver this game. Your games are kind of hit or miss when it comes to critical, you know, uh, buzz. And even commercially, like 2 million is nothing to scoff at. That's a great number, yeah. but mm-hmm. damn, it took them 2 million to hit by December and you see God of War doing that in literally a weekend. So I think they're kind of looking at it going, all right, bye-bye. No, nothing wrong against Quantic or their games, but I just yeah. don't think it fits, it fits them anymore in Sony. So I, I'm happy to see them go. I'm happy to see them do something else. And yeah, to see a Quantic <clears throat> dreams game on an Xbox console, that's going to be dope. You know, seeing it on a tablet, whatever it is, whether it's like a Life is Strange or a Walking Dead-esque episodic game or whether it's a full experience, I'm interested yeah. to see where they go. So Yeah, at the end of the day, we're still going to play another Quantic Dream game in the future. Yeah. So on to the next goober. And it happens to also be the PlayStation Plus games for February. Kyle, yeah. would you like to read the title for us? PlayStation Plus for February, the last month of PSN Plus for PS3 and Vita, <coughs> and cloud memory is being expanded to 100 gigabytes. Before we get to this month's lineup, we have news to share about cloud storage. Oh, this comes through the PlayStation blog, by the oh, way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, in early February, we will be expanding our cloud storage space from 10 gigabytes to 100 gigabytes for PS Plus members, giving PS4 owners even more space to keep all those game saves. With cloud storage, you can save your game progress and character profiles on one PS4 system and then continue the game on another system later without losing progress. Be sure to check it out next month. And then they list the (coughs) PS Plus games for February. We have For Honor for PS4, Hitman, the complete first season for PS4, Dive Kick PS3, which is cross-buy with your PlayStation Vita, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots for PlayStation 3. Dope. 
Yeah, Gunhouse for PS Vita, all cross by with PS4, and Rogue a- Rogue Aces PS Vita also cross by with PS4. So essentially, there's two, there's four PS4 games in there, three Vitas, and two PS3s. Ain't that something? How do you feel about this list? You like it? Oh, uh, this is a great list. Yeah. I'm excited to actually play Hitman. Yeah. Uh, for For Honor's not my thing. Have you tried it? No, but mm-hmm. it just, I just, I don't like the um, like the melee fighting like against other people type of thing so um, okay. i've heard great things about dive kick it's a very silly type of fighting game mm-hmm. um excited that i have three options on my vita to to play some less the swan song for ps plus for vita yeah man so, yeah i like it what a swan song it is yeah i think this list is great i think yeah. yeah for honor i can't wait to get back into this game actually this is a game that i played a lot at launch and i thought it was a fine game uh, and I thought if it was built over time, it'd be even better. Seeing that it has been, and it's way better than it was. It just did like an Assassin's versus Templars thing. Awesome. I'm down. I'm going to jump back in for honor. Just give it a shot. Hitman, the complete first season. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. Dude. Awesome. Yeah. Like, what a way to send it out, because, like, Guns of the Patriots, wasn't that, like, a re- launch, like, not release, not, but... N- not with Windows? PS3. Was it, like, a year into the release? Uh, maybe? I don't know. I remember back in the day. Yeah, please. So, yeah, um, that's awesome. You got one of the pl- best PlayStation 3 games ever. And also, shout 3. out that they're upping the uh, cloud storage. That's yeah. pretty great. Because there's there's sometimes I have to go in and delete saves so oh, I can really? upload some newer stuff. So I think yeah, I had I'm to excited. do that once. So yeah, dude, upgrading it to 100 gigs. I am not gonna have to do that for a very, very long time. Awesome that PlayStation's doing this, Kyle. My question for you next month, and we've yeah. talked about it before on the show, but are we gonna see PlayStation VR in here? Ah, uh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, uh, there's something with this announcement that makes me uh gonna say maybe no and maybe we'll just get two ps4 games mm-hmm. and i think it's because they upped the cloud memory mm. and i think they're gonna say hey look we're doing something you know we're giving you awesome. something and we're taking away something yeah I, I i would love two ps4 games and a psvr game yeah. i think that's a great mix uh, and options for ps plus owners um fingers crossed Fingers dang Fingers crossed. crossed. Hey, Kyle. Also, uh, yeah. Metal Gear Solid came out June of to- uh, 2008. And the console came out 2006, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, there you go. Two years. You know what? Joseph's not always right. You know, sometimes yeah. I get stuff wrong. <laughs> Leave me be. Hey, Kyle, hold on to something. Are you ready? Yeah. Prepare the drop. Oh, geez. The drop for the new PlayStation games of January 29th. You thought this voice was over? Oh, it's only begun, motherfuckers. <laughs> Mickey, what? There was one guy on the YouTube before we get into the, what came out this week. Um, they're like, he's like, stop your Mickey impression. It's trash. And I'm like, Kyle, is this you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm creating new YouTube accounts just uh, yeah. to trash you. If you feel me to be knock it off. <laughs> okay, Kyle. Here's the deal. Yeah. The drop each and every week. There's a list full of the greatest games that are coming out on the PlayStation platform. You get the pun, that's great. This week it's not that great. But here's the deal. 
Sorry, let me re re say this all over again. The latest greatest games come out on PlayStation each and every week. Bam. And because there's so many, we can only pick one game. And then we describe that game for you guys because you have a little cool description. You go out there, you support that developer. And this week, I'm not gonna lie, there was a lot of great games. At least at, at least their elevator pitches wasn't good. So with that, yeah. Kyle. Yeah. I think we we share a game. Yes, yes we do. Uh, that game's Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah. want me to read it, or would you like Mickey to read it? Uh, as as long as you don't do it in Mickey voice, go ahead. Set in the vast array of Disney and Pixar worlds, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if I could do it for much longer. Kingdom Hearts follows the journey of Sora, a young boy unknowing heir to a spectacular power. Sora, Donald, G- Goofy, unite the iconic Disney <laughs> Pixar characters to preserve against the darkness. And if you don't buy it, I'll break your kneecaps. <laughs> Damn, Mickey. Jesus uh, Christ. Well, I guess we gotta buy it or else, because I like the ability so. of moving my knees every now and again. Over a decade in the making, and it's finally here. It's finally here. Yeah, and it's just... It's... it's yeah, you know what? I'm glad that there's a, it's a slow news week. So we give some props to Kingdom Hearts 3. Give some props to Mickey. Now that voice is just done. It's over. There you got it. It's you over. guys got it. You got what you got. Kingdom Hearts is over. Now I'll find a new voice to annoy you with. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Square. Congratulations, Kingdom Hearts fans. JB, dude, I'm looking at you. Next comes our last bit of news. Oh, goodness gracious. I just used a lot of voice power. Going into it. It's a little segment we like to call Andrew House's Snail Mail. Now, every single week, Andrew House, you know, he's been retired from games of GameStop. He's been retired from Sony for a very long time. He's no longer the president of Sony Interactive Entertainment, but he still gets mail every now and again, which is odd. And I keep on breaking into his house, which is peculiar because he says, like, Joe, if you just wanted the snail mail, I would just give you the mail like you didn't have to break into my house and steal just the mail which is also very weird i said andrew what's the fun in the hunt if you just get give up like that oh boy (laughs) so every single week right i i just i i i rent a plane i skydive down in scuba gear, which is ridiculous, doesn't make any sense. Land on the roof, do a barrel roll. That's how I do it. Fun fact: you can jump off anything you want. Kids, listen to this. You can jump off any height you want. No, as long as you do a barrel roll, you'll stick the landing. <laughs> nuts. So I stick the landing nine times out of ten. Sometimes I twist an ankle, but whatever. I limp to the to the mailbox. I get the mail. There's a bomb inside. Damn it, Andy. Damn it, Andy. You put decoys, but I was one step ahead. I, 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 I do a leap, like a heroic leap, explosion. I duck. I run. I run into the kitchen, make a sandwich. That's right. Now I'm stealing sandwiches. I'm a real clever son of a bitch. The mail's right on the kitchen counter. I grab the mail. I turn the faucet on. <laughs> what are you, the what bandits? <laughs> Which is really ironic because like I didn't use the front door. I jumped into the kitchen because Andy was waiting there with a paint can. <laughs> so when I opened the door, he MacGyvered it so that when I opened the door, bam, I get McAllistered right in the face. <laughs> but I'm one step ahead of the bastard. <laughs> or you could write in via Discord. Oh, 
oh the back of Discord. Or you can write in via PS Trophy Room. That works too, I guess. I, I can't wait until we do an episode yeah. and I sit down at our usual time yep. on Wednesday nights yep. and I, I, I go to call you and it clicks on and all there is is a note. <laughs> where your seat is it says uh the <laughs> the feds have gotten him like he's gone like <laughs> i get roger stoned in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah yeah he definitely oh colluded dude he's going to jail for life <laughs> he's a traitor to the country anyway famous shamus writes oh. <laughs> since anthem since the anthem demo is out what is your favorite demo or beta question mark oh, that's a great question Honestly, it's um, great. Great build-up for that. Jeez. <laughs> uh, my go-to when, yeah. when I read this question earlier was yeah. the Tony Hawk demos. Oh, dope. Uh, back, I mean, just the music. I would play the warehouse level on repeat all day yeah. for hours. Uh, just shout-out to demo discs in general. I would love to just pop, just pop one in and play the game here and there every once in a while. Yeah, I would also like to say that one of the best demos would be the PlayStation VR Demo 1. They gave you a lot of experiences, yeah. like the getaway, the one where you're in a shark tank, yep. and a few others. And it was just like, here's what VR kind of is. I think Batman was also in it for a second. Here's what it kind of is. Here you go. Yeah. Try it out. I, I like that. I love what they do with PSVR when it comes to demo demo collections because there's two demo collections that you could try out and download on your PlayStation right now. Give it a shot. Um, for me, though, when it comes to demo, I do think it's Resident Evil 2. I really like that 30-minute one shot. Yeah. That's all you get. One shot, like Eminem, and that's it. And then the, there it is. That's it. That's all you get. It's great because it... it, it it really does fuck with you. It makes you go like, okay, I need to get into this next hallway, but I know there's something and I'm timed and it just builds the anxiety and tension. I'm into that. Really am. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. I think the worst demo had to be Anthem. Which sucks because if it wasn't for the loads, be a really great demo. Be a really solid one. I also think another good one is the originally uh, the original Destiny demo as well. Yeah. It's great. Robbie Miller asked the question. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> he did. Uh, what? He got two this episode. He got. He got two. He, Honestly, he's, he's he's very lucky. Can I? Can I? Can I read it? Yeah, of course. Okay. I said, Robbie Bobby Miller asks a question so nice, I had to add him into the notes twice. One last thing: Will Nintendo and Capcom strike a deal to put Resident Evil Love in Super Smash Brothers? Robbie, what are you doing? Bobby, what are you doing? Miller, what are you doing? This is PlayStation. You ask, you ask Guru that question, all right? Don't come in here, come to my house. The real question, but should he be in be PlayStation All-Stars? Yes. Well, yeah. But to be fair, <laughs> yeah. Cloud and Snake are in Smash. And Joker, soon. I say do it. Do you? I, I was thinking about this. Like, Resident Evil is mature. Mm-hmm. Well, Snake well, is, not, right? Yeah, but is Snake using... Is he using guns in Smash? I don't know. I think he uses, like, a rocket launcher. to blow, And, like, he has, okay. like, a grenade launcher that he shoots off screen. It's like, also, I'd like to see Luigi get dome-shotted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, if Leon was in Resident Evil, yeah, what would his moveset be that's not shooting guns? 
Or you, stabbing. Well, people. first off, you mean Smash Brothers. And yeah, that is what a good did I question. Say? You said Resident Evil. I'm like, oh, whoa. Sure. Irony is he's in a couple. Uh yeah. yeah. No, I th- yeah, that's the thing. He does use real looking guns. So it's not like a laser beam. That's like so yeah. Unless it's unless it's Mr. X. They just put Mr. Mr. X, X. in Smash. Yeah, no, I I don't know. It'd know. be cool though. Resident Evil is such a huge series, and yeah, I, it'd be cool to have him in there. I'm just trying to think. Well, what would his loadout be? I don't. I can't think of it. All I know is whatever he'd be, I would kick Jason Lacey's ass in it. And he's lucky that I had my semester come up on me short, come at me like an RKO out of nowhere, or else his ass would be grass and I'd be the lawnmower. Oh snap! He he is so lucky. The coward man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that backed away. <laughs> I'm the one that yeah. talks shit, right? I'm the one that talks shit at this man, and then I don't back it up, and I don't even play him. <laughs> That's how good I am, folks. That's how good I am. With all that said, Kyle, is there anything else you want to add? Because we're at the end of the show. We're at the end? Yeah, we're Are we at the questions. plug segment? Is that what we're doing? What's that? Are we plugging now? Is that yeah, we're, we're at the plug-in section. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter and PSN at WhoDatNinja73. Yeah. My podcast, all about the kind of funny community, Best yeah. Friends Talk Funny. You can follow that on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny. Yeah. Just had a new episode go live uh, this past Monday yeah. with another new best friend. Um, so g- go give it a listen. He has some pretty hot takes, Joe. As in, like, Super Mario Brothers 2 is the best Super Mario's game. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, I made that same face. Warped? Uh, so you so you can go listen to that. Uh, Jordan's a great guy. It's great. Um, also, this Jordan, Saturday. Wart? <laughs> I'm trying to move fastest because I don't want to be filled with rage again. Uh, on Saturday, uh, I got asked to be on a, a podcast. I think we're recording it live. Um, uh, I, I'm not sure where yet, so I'm not going to send you to a direct oh. website. But it's a fellow best friend, uh, Brett. Uh, at Enigma nine zero one one on Twitter, so I'm sure he'll he'll um, send out that link link out on Saturday. That's Saturday at like seven thirty p.m. It's like like a game over Greggy style. We have topics, we talk, and just hang out. So you can hang out in the chat. So Ooh. once that gets closer, I'll tweet it out and you know. Come well, on. thanks for the invite, man. <laughs> You're next. I'm not even joking. Nah, I'm not next. Nobody cares about me. You know what? You can find me, guys. Stop it. At Bad Big Games. That's where you can find me. All over that YouTube. YouTube YouTube.com. Just look in the search. Bad Big Games. On the first thing you see. We talked about GameStop this week. It's not looking good for them. Whatsoever. We're going to do in this week in PlayStation. In in two days. So check that out. And then you get to watch us here. You get to watch me just do real bad editing over here at... (laughs) It's on the trophy bad. room live. No, it's it's perfect. To be honest, I'm pretty proud I of mean, it. I mean, when you're under constant threat of Andy House coming after you, like, it, it's great. It's great. He's threatened. He said he was going to bring Liam Neeson. Oh, no. He said, he said, you know, those movies are actually biopics of Liam Neeson. That's actually I just d- him killing people. <laughs> I just nuts. had a thought. What if now you just hear footsteps like in Resident Evil? <laughs> like well. in your regular life. <laughs> I hear a guy with a weird accent downstairs. I'm going to go open the door. But before that, guys, watch me on Bad Big Games. We talk about all things PlayStation and games. Uh, yeah, Trophy Room. We get to watch it every single Thursday on YouTube. And please rate this show five stars on iTunes. It means the world to us. I put too much work in this damn show. But I love it. 
I love it each and every week, guys. With all that said, with all that out of the way, keep hunting, keep playing PlayStation ball. Boy, I feel like next week, all right, because the Xbox yeah. Drive is fucking copying everything. I'm gonna just they order McDonald's. Ooh. And I'll be like, oh, look at my coffee. You're going to be doing the news, and then I'm just going to be like, hi, can I get a coffee, two Splenda, please, medium? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you'd be like, oh, you son of a bitch. But you're going to keep on going through with it because you have beautiful uh, Should it make, like, car noises, too? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be Hello, everyone. It's me, Joseph Moran. You're watching the most horsepower of a You know, Sean, you know. All right, wave at the camera. <laughs> We're putting it in. <laughs>